0: And here we go. It's time to talk Boston Red Sox. They finished in dead last place. <laughs> and the Yankee fan in me. I, I'm sorry. I just I have to take a little pleasure in that. Uh seventy-eight and eighty-four last year, last place in the American League East. This is a team that is rebuilding in a in a time where, you know, in a city where it's very, very tough to actually rebuild. So uh, Jim, let's uh, take a stroll down Yawkey Way and let's uh, let's talk Boston Red Sox here. Uh, how'd their offseason go?
1: Well, they lost Xander Bogarts, who had been one of the faces of the franchise, when he signed an 11-year, $288 million deal with the San Diego Padres. Um, so the Red Sox pivoted, and they spent the most money on Masataka Yoshida, signing the Japanese 5'8 outfielder at a 5-year, $90 million deal. Um, they really like his bat-to-ball skills. Um, this is a guy that hit for power over in Japan. I'm not sure how it's going to translate to the States, to be honest. Time's going to tell. It's going to be interesting because betting $90 million on a guy that's never faced major league pitching here is a pretty big contract. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. They fixed their bullpen. That was what they focused on the offseason. Got Kenley Jansen on a two-year, $32 million deal. He'll get the saves for Boston. They also picked up Jolie Rodriguez, the Southpaw, Chris Martin, the right-hander to help set up Jansen. Brought back Kiki Hernandez, one-year, $10 he He'll start at shortstop for them. Justin Turner, who got hit in the face today and got 16 stitches in his face, um, signed a one-year, $15 million deal to DH. And Corey Kluber uh, signed a one-year, $10 million deal to be in the rotation. Adam Duval, a one-year, $7 million deal to play center field. They made some trades, but nothing significant. Maybe the best deal... Was picking up the off injured Alberto Mondesi, who's still not healthy enough to play. But certainly, if he is healthy, he's got some speed.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, you would think that they would have brought him in for you know to to you know handle the work there at second base and and or, or shortstop and steal some bags. But I mean, we, I just can't trust Alberto Mondesi anymore. We've gotten to that point here. Uh, with with him guys like him and Buxton it's it's always tough to to deal with uh with those guys there so if you had to give uh the the Red sox a letter grade for their off season jim uh what would you what would you give it
1: well um you know look uh I think they did make some good moves that were value moves you know i think the expectations we've had in Boston are higher than what we've seen I gave him a b minus okay. um You know, I just thought they'd make them be be more splashy. And I think when I look at them on digital, they look like the fifth best team in the division again. Maybe they can finish in fourth. I just don't see them in a race with New York, Toronto or Tampa Bay myself.
0: All right. Well, let's dig in and let's uh, see what we got for fantasy purposes here. Uh, We'll start with the uh, with the position players here. Jorge Alfaro. Uh, Reese McGuire backing him up behind the plate. Tristan Cassis at first base. Christian Arroyo uh, right now penciled in at second base with Alberto Mondesi on the shelf. Rafael Devers at third base. uh, And then Kike Hernandez over at shortstop. Uh, Justin Turner is the DH, which, by the way, Turner, uh, no fractures. He did take the 16 stitches, but, you know, no fractures. Uh, and he should be uh, making a, a, a complete recovery. His scans were all clear. So uh, he's at the DH spot for, uh, for for Boston. So aside from Devers, Jim, any interest? Tristan Cassis, maybe Alfaro behind the plate late in the draft?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like McGuire better than Alfaro. I don't think Alfaro will last long behind the plate. I like his power and his throwing arm. Um, that's what Alfaro brings to the table. Um, my experience in watching Alfaro is he's more interested in checking out uh, good-looking people in the stands than he is in playing baseball from what I've seen. But he does have power, and he does have a big arm. Uh, but I think Maguire will get most of the, the, the reps behind the plate. Um, I like Tristan Cassis. I think he's, he's a good hitter. Um, I don't know how much power you're going to see from him, maybe 15 to 18 home runs. There's other people that think he'll have more this year. I, I don't see more this year. Devers I love, but the problem is, you know, when you look at the top third baseman, Manny Machado of San Diego, Nolan Arenado of St. Louis, as a couple of examples, they're in much better situation for runs and RBIs. I think I think with Devers not having much protection in the lineup, they'll pitch around him and I don't think you'll get the runs and RBIs that you should get with a player of that talent, which, you know, drops them on these on these draft lists a little bit because of that. Not fair to him. You know, I haven't seen Yoshida Masaka enough, so I I'm I'm not gonna really make a comment on him. I I'm gonna get to see him a few games here next week and I'll have a better idea after I get to see him play. Duval, we know has some power, doesn't hit for average. Verdugo is okay. You know, maybe maybe he steals more bases. He's in better shape than he's been. Maybe because outfield depth is so light, maybe there's some value there. So I'd say I'd I'd say Devers for sure, position player wise, maybe Yoshida, maybe Cassis, maybe Verdugo. That's about it.
0: Okay, not a lot to uh not not a lot to enjoy. Um let me ask you this, uh Cassis, if if he doesn't produce, um, you know, how how about Bobby Dahlbeck kind of pushing
1: his way uh into a bigger role? I think Cassis is gonna be the guy there. Now that doesn't mean that I was told Justin Turner healthy is going to get some at-bats against some tough lefties when they're going to sit Cassis. But I was told Turner, not Dahlbeck. So I don't I don't really know how they're going to handle Dahlbeck. But I know Cassis is their future first baseman. They're committed to him. And I think they've moved on from the idea of Dahlbeck being in their plans um, any more than being there for injuries.
0: Okay. Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Uh, let's go to the uh, to the pitcher's mound here. Let's go to, uh, we got Chris Sale, who uh, pitched, we're recording this here on, I don't even know what day it is, but this was the day that Chris Sale made his debut uh, in uh, in spring training, uh, pitched a, a rock-solid game. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the, the two innings that he, that he pitched, he looked good, his velocity was up. So you got Sale, you got Kluber, you got Pavetta. Then we got some question marks here. Garrett Whitlock, is he ready for the rotation? James Paxton, is he ever going to stay healthy? Uh, Brian Bello is another guy who's uh, banged up right now. Tanner Houck. Josh Winkowski. Winkowski? Uh, I don't know, Jim. This does not sound good.
1: Yeah, it's kind of tough, right? I mean, Paxton's on the injured list. That's not a surprise. I like how some is a back-of-the-rotation starter. Pavetta and Kluber, you know, you don't know when they're going to hit the injured list there. Um, you know, Sale and Jansen are probably the two that have relevancy for me. I'll, I'll be taking chances on Sale the way through today if he can continue to throw that way throughout the spring. He's he's his value guy, Um I don't think the Red Sox will care about the number of innings that he throws. They need him to be competitive. Uh, so I, I find him really interesting. I think Jansen gets the saves, and I think he should have a solid year whenever they have the lead. He seems to be adjusting to the pitch clock a lot better than we thought he was going to, so I think that's a real positive sign. But again, with the Red Sox, not a lot of fantasy value with this club, right? There's just, it's very interesting. Unlike most Red Sox teams, it's hard to look at Boston and I think as a team, in reality, they'll be better than what they provide in fantasy. But in fantasy, they really don't provide very much, much oomph.
0: No, they really don't. I mean, when, you, when you're you singling out three position players as des- potentially desirable with a couple of mm, well, maybe uh, doesn't really instill much confidence in you. The pitching staff is what it is. What about Kenley Jansen uh, as the closer? Are we, uh, Are we in on Kenley Jansen?
1: We're in. For sure. I like the fact he created the curveball. And as I said a moment ago, I love the fact that he's adjusted to the pitch clock as well as he has. So I do think he'll get the saves there. So I do think he's a solid closer to get in fantasy. Okay,
0: that'll work. That'll work. Now, uh, what's on the horizon here uh, for the Red Sox? Have they been uh, shoring up that farm system depth are there names that we should be looking for as possible call-ups late in the season?
1: Yeah, I don't think we have the call-ups that make a difference here. I think what we do have is Marcelo Meyer is going to be a superstar. You know, I loved him when he was drafted, young shortstop. He's just two or three years away, but he's going to be a star. He's, the, he's their next best star in Boston. He's the next Devers Bogarts coming, uh, but more of a dynasty play. Uh, you won't see him in the big leagues. And this kid, Raffaella who's a shortstop outfielder, everybody raves about him. I haven't seen him, so Mm -hmm. I can't even give you a scouting report on him, but I can tell you that my conversations with Alex Cora, the Red Sox, and other people in the front office, Hein Bloom, and Brian Haller, and they are really high on him and think he's got a chance to be a real stud down the road. So in Dynasty, those two names for sure. I don't think you're going to see any rookies, though, um, that are going to surprise us at the big league level for this year. Okay.
0: All right. Do you see the Red Sox doing anything to improve this squad as the season goes on um or you know could we actually look at this and see guys like Duval, Turner, uh you know even Kike Hernandez turn into trade bait late in the year?
1: Yeah, I see it going that way, Howard. I don't really don't see them and not that the f- ownership and front office wouldn't make trades if they were in it. I don't think they're going to be in it. So I think they're going to be out of it and then I think You know they may trade Chris Sale at the deadline, right? With another year left on his contract, Mm -hmm. if he gets off to a good first half. But to your point, sure they could end up moving Jansen, they could move Duvall, they they could end up moving all of the uh, all of those veteran guys like Justin Turner um, as well. So we'll see how it plays out. You know the one thing I will say, a lot of people in the Red Sox camp keep saying they're better than we all think, and look, I'm open minded to see it. It's just hard to look at this team on digital or on paper, whatever, however you want to call it, and see that pathway. I just don't see it. But I will say the people that are there keep telling me they're better than we think. They got a chance to win more than they lose. I just can't see it from here. But I'll get to see them more between now and opening day, and hopefully I'll see what they're all talking about. All
0: right, as we wrap up our team preview of the Boston Red Sox, Jim, I always ask you for one fantasy sleeper and one fantasy bust. It sounds like the whole team is a bust, but you're going to have to just leave it to one.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, for the sleeper, I'm going Tristan Cassis. I do think he's a sleeper. I think he's a really good player. I think he's going to hit. I think he's going to have power. I just don't know if it's going to be this year. But I, th- I think he's a sleeper for sure. And uh, I'm going to go with Justin Turner for a bust. I, I watched him. He's lost two steps. I love his makeup. He's got a great wife. He's done so much for charity. And and I root for him. I just don't know if there's much left at 38 years old, to be frank.
0: You should be Jim. Don't be frank. Okay. Thank you, playing the room all evening. All right, well, there you go. So, a little sleeper in Cassis, a little Boston Turner. That's what we're looking at here. Not a lot of fantasy deliciousness on the Boston Red Sox. Not to mention the fact that if uh, we checked in on the poll uh, on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, uh, Wally the Green Monster getting his butt whooped by the Oriole Bird in our voting. So, uh, all things looking, well, sorry, Boston. Uh, Maybe next year. Maybe next year. That's going to do it for our front office insights here.